Welcome to That's Agritastic, the show that celebrates the scope and diversity of agriculture across the country. I'm Pete Emmons, your host. Joining me today are my very special guests. It's 2022 National Junior Miss Teen Agriculture USA Queen, Kaysen McAfee of Cato Mills, Texas. And also with us is 2022 National Mrs. Agriculture USA Queen, Danielle Danny Shapiro of East Hartford, Connecticut. Hey, ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, uh, first of all, for both of you uh, for taking time into your schedules. Hey, and right at the get-go, I know it's been a little over a month since you were crowned in your title, so congratulations uh, to both of you for that accomplishment. And I know you've got a lot going on. I know we're in the fair season, a lot of places around the country, a lot of ag activity and ag events going on. So, And I know between all of that, you've got a gazillion other routines going on. So thank you so much for being here and allowing us to go inside the world of what it's like to really be a national queen. So with all that said, uh, we're going to start really looking at a little bit about your background, some fun things there. So we're going to start with Kaysen. Kaysen, I know Texas is an enormous state. Tell us a little bit where in the world, I've never, I'll be honest with you, I've never even heard of Cato Mills. Where is that? So Cato Mills is located in northeastern Texas. It's about an hour east of Dallas. It's a really small town. Um, but it's about an hour east of Dallas. So, What would the population be? Um, I'm not sure. We're growing a lot, but when we got here, it was really small. So, Primarily agriculture country then? No? Yes? Be a very big place. Okay. Very good. Now, were you raised on a farm? So we moved out here about five years ago and um, have been there ever since. Okay. okay now uh you've lived here about five years now um so uh, you're i'm getting a little bit of soundbite issue here with you but uh let's you were raised on a little a farm. bit on my end as well okay i'm sorry about it it must be the weather with it apologize for that um we can carry on here so you said you've lived there about five years now what is it a farm there i didn't catch that part so it is. So I live on 130 acres and it's prim primarily under wildlife management, but livestock is also a very big part of it. Um, we do a lot of the wildlife management stuff. We have white-tailed deer um, amongst many other things. And so that's a really big part of our land, but we also do a lot of the livestock. Excellent. Now I understand that you have done a lot raising chickens and goats. Yes, sir. So we have about 40 chickens right now. And then I also raise sheep and goat for livestock shows. Um, this year I'm doing jackpots and then um, several major stock shows in Texas along with our county fair. Excellent. Now you have also been very, very active in the 4-H program. How young did you get in that? Did you get in all the way to the get-go at the Clover Buds level? No, sir. So I actually got into 4-H when we moved out here. So when I was in the fourth grade is when I got into 4-H and fell in love with the organization. It truly is incredible. And through your involvement in 4-H, you have won mega different types of awards. Yes, sir. So I was nominated the 2021 Outstanding Intermediate for my county. And this past year, I also won Reserve Champion Market Goat for the Hunt County Fair 
uh, livestock show. Boy, what are you going to do to top all that now? You've set a high bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Excellent. Now, I have to admit to you, I've never heard of this next organization, but the uh, reference that you have involvement in the Beta Club. Tell us about that. Yes, sir. So Beta Club is an honors organization that my school is a part of. And through it, it's for honor students where we get to compete in different competitions. Um, and the motto for Beta Club is leading by serving others. So the big thing is leadership, achievement, building character, and then serving others. And so this past year, um, I was just nominated this summer, the 2022 National Leadership Ambassador for the Beta Club. And so I'm really excited to get to learn more about the Beta Club organization and become a part of it. Well, for being in the club a short period of time, you've reached right up to the top. Congratulations to you. I know that's probably going to be an exciting opportunity for you. So besides all that you've already mentioned, you're a multi-sport athlete doing looks like cross country track. Did I see basketball as well? Yes, sir. So basketball is probably one of the biggest sports I play. I played since I was little and that's probably my number one sport, but I've just gotten into cross country this past year and really, really enjoy it. And then track kind of goes along with it. So well, I can vouch for the cross country. I did that in high school as well. You'll enjoy that too. So good yes, for sir. you. And on top of all of that, even more, you along with your family have done a salute to a kids program for military families. Yes, sir. So Salute the Kids is a nonprofit organization that takes military families through a camping experience and teaches the kids about ways to cope with having an active parent, as well as allowing them to have that camping experience with their families that most of them don't get since they have a parent that's deployed often or whatever the situation might be. It's just a really fun way for them to get that experience with their families. All that being said, I don't know how you even find time to sleep. <laughs> well, when you enjoy spending time in the barn and with the animals as much as I do, it's its own kind of break. There you go. Now, your affinity for agriculture, it goes way back. It looks like it uh, goes back to the 1850s. What's that story? Yes, sir. So this past year at the conclusion of our family vacation, um, we got to stop at the at my mom's family farm that has been in the family since the 1850s and got to see the agriculture that just runs so deep there. So that was actually gotten in the land grab in Kansas in the 1850s. And it was really neat to get to see the agriculture there and just how it runs so deep in our family. So ag is really a tradition and it's in the family genes is what you're saying. Yes, sir. Well, Danny Shapiro from the Nutmeg Stake, and again, very involved in the Miss Agriculture Program. And Queen, this year, great honor for you and your role and your uh, queen with that. Now, you are a native to Connecticut growing up in Torrington. Yes, sir. So um, Torrington is not known very much as an agricultural area. Um, so I did actually end up having to go out of district um, to go to a high school um, that did have an ag ed program. So uh, my story is a little bit different than Kaysen's. I came into it a little bit later on, but I've had just as much fun with it for sure. So your initial exposure to agriculture was through the FFA program, the 
I'm not even gonna try to print. It looks like an Indian name here. Wamigo or Wamago, Wamago, Wamago FFA. Am I even close? <laughs> You're close. So it's the Wamogo FFA, and it stands for the three founding towns of Warren, Morris, and Goshen. Those are the three towns that kind of dump into the high school primarily. Okay. So they just took the first two letters of each town, and it makes up Wamogo. Um, I believe so that, and I'm not going to try to pronounce that again. <laughs> wow, that is a very unique. Uh, name. And I know that presence of Indians in the Northeast and Connecticut is a very important part of the history of that part of the, of the country, certainly. So you, what was it that really attracted you initially to get involved first in the FFA program then? So there was uh, representatives from the FFA that came to speak to our middle school. Actually, um, in eighth grade, we kind of get an opportunity to figure out if we want to go to a technical high school, an agricultural high school, the regular town high school. Um, we have quite a few options to explore. And the presentation from the animal science folks in the FFA absolutely knocked my socks off. And I said, I have to apply. And I went home and begged my parents to let me apply. And at first they were like, are you sure you want to go to school to be a farmer? But um, eventually they let me and it ended up being one of the best decisions I ever made. You got very, very involved in a number of leadership activities. And I see here that you even served in uh not only your chapter, but you got involved in uh, some of the national FFA activity. I did. Um, so I served as the uh, chapter reporter my junior year, and I was vice president my senior year of high school. Um, and my junior year, we also made it with our team to the national level for parliamentary procedure, which is one of the career development events in our organization. And we made top 10 out of the chapters in the nation. So that was really neat to be able to get the medal for that. Fantastic. Now, FFA is a great organization. I've had the privilege of being involved in it for many years, especially at the, with the national and with the local too. So kudos to you for all of your involvement with that part of it. Then following all that, following your adventure, we see that after high school, you continued your educational journey at the University of St. Joseph's with a major in nursing. I did. So that um, was probably the craziest four years of my life so far. Um, my mom had had several back surgeries and medical issues within a pretty short time span when I was in high school going into college um, and just going to her appointments with her and seeing the way that the medical field kind of worked inspired me to try my hand at nursing. And I never looked back and I absolutely love what I do. And that. Uh... That didn't stop there in terms of your educational background. You went on and received a master's in nursing education at the Sacred Heart University, and you're now working on a doctorate degree? Yes, I am 13 months out from my doctorate <laughs> degree, so I'm limping my way to the finish line. Um, that is but fantastic. it's happening, and I hope to uh, hopefully be teaching one day at the university level um, full-time as a nursing professor. Um, I have teached my students uh, in the clinical area right now, so I'm out in the hospital with them four days a week, and I absolutely love watching them grow and helping them learn. Now you answered my next question. That is the most, what is the most rewarding part of all that? And what second part of that was, uh, I assume that you were going to be looking at the teaching at the university level in nursing. Yes, absolutely. I'm very excited to get into that, but honestly, it's the end product of watching the students put two and two together and learn a new skill or master something that they might've been struggling with or helping students that aren't doing so well in the program, watching them succeed and cross the finish line at the end and have them eventually become my coworkers has been absolutely fantastic. What a great service you're performing for what you're learning and what you're doing, certainly with that. Now, that is not the end of your story either, because you are involved in multiple service organizations, including it looks like the East Hartford Lions Club. 
Yes. Um, so the Lions Club is a international service organization uh, similar to the Rotary Club. Uh, my in-laws actually got me into it. They've been involved in it for years. And uh, my husband and I joined around the same time. And it's been really fun to do a lot of community service activities on the local and state level with my family. It's been a lot of fun. And you're involved in the Grange Yep, Hillstown Grange. That was kind of a pre-COVID project for me. Um, I joined right around the time COVID hit. Um, so we got to do a lot of projects called the Bucket Brigade, where we pre-planted some seeds in uh, five-gallon buckets and delivered them to low-income communities with instructions on how to grow their own beans. So that was kind of a fun project that took off. Uh, we received over 500 buckets um, to get out within the community and taught a lot of people how to grow their own food during the pandemic. Created a lot of beans there. <laughs> sure did. Well, right now it's time to salute all of our show partners that make this program possible. That includes the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin Counties, Liberty National Bank of Marysville, Ohio, Utsi's Farmer Market of Plain City, Ohio, the Union County, Ohio Agricultural Society, and the Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association. You'll find great products and services at all of our show's partners. Well, right now we want to look at the Miss Agriculture USA organization and each of your roles as queen with it. So the first question I really have for both of you, I'm going to flip back here to Kaysen now, is that is what made you, what was the deciding factor of how did you ever become involved and why did you want to become involved in Miss Agriculture USA? Kaysen? So I decided to become a part of the Miss Agriculture USA organization when um, my friend and fellow 4-H member, J.C. Sharkey, who had run the year before in 2021 as a queen, um, came back and was trying to get people involved in the organization. She talked to me about it. And after doing some research, I got really excited and really interested in wanting to join just because I have a true fire for agriculture and I have a passion for it. And so being able to share that with others and advocate for that industry it was really exciting for me to be able to have a way to do that. So what year did you become involved? Uh, just this past year in the Miss Agriculture USA organization. This is my first year to be a part of it. And I'm really excited to be able to continue to be. And to achieve a national queen in your very first year, that is really going out there. Congratulations again to you for that. Danny, what you. about what, what's your story? So I'm going on three and a half years with the organization. Um, I joined in the summer of 2019. Um, my state is very tiny, so we don't have the county competitions like some of the bigger ag states do, like Ohio and Pennsylvania. So I got to go straight into being uh, 2020 Connecticut Mrs. Agriculture USA. Um, I actually stumbled across it on social media. And after spending so many years away from agriculture, working on all of my nursing uh, degrees and things, I really found that I kind of missed it. And this just a light bulb went off and I said, this might be a really good opportunity. And I'm really glad I ran with it. And the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the national uh, competition has many, many uh, different parts of it. I was very pleased to be one of the judges uh, this past year with it. But uh, Kaysen, explain to us a little bit for those folks not familiar with the organization, what, the, what are some of the main components uh, of the national competition? So some of the main components, the... Um, highest point value component would be the interview. And so that's where you just have a normal um, interview with one of the judges and it's seen by several others. And then after that, it would probably be the speech. Um, 
you get to give the speech to a panel of about three to four judges. Um, and it's just talking about what agriculture means to you and that impact agriculture has on people as a whole. Um, after that, it would probably be either the introduction or the impromptu question. Um, both are equally exciting and terrifying at the same time. Um, you get to get up on stage and give an introduction um, to the entire organization about who you are as a person. And then the impromptu question, you're just drawing a question and hoping you get a good one. Um, doesn't always work out in your favor though. <laughs> Lots of interesting questions across the board there with that. So what was the core message of the speech, of your speech there? So the core message of my speech was that agriculture is a lot of different things. A lot of people think of agriculture as just livestock, but it is so much more than that. Um, agriculture is gardening, it's wildlife management, it's having fun with agriculture. It's not just an industry, it is a fun way to give back to your world. And I think that's really what my speech was about, was about how agriculture is more than just the livestock. It's all about the quality of life for all citizens. Yes, sir. Danny, what was your speech focused on? Uh, the main message of my speech this year was that agriculture is family. Uh, two of the biggest folks that really helped me throughout my FFA journey um, and the beginning part of my Miss Ag journey were my mother and my grandfather, um, both of which who have unfortunately passed away um, in recent years. So agriculture is kind of my last connection to them um, and something that every time I'm in my garden or out working with animals, it just breathes new life into it. And it's, it makes it really special for me. Excellent. What was the most challenging part of the competition for you? The most challenging part, I would probably say, is the speech. Um, believe it or not, even though you go in prepared, you think you have everything memorized, everything's fine. As soon as you walk in there, you just get the cold rush of, oh, no. And even though I've done uh, public speaking before, it's just trying to shake those nerves off in the beginning definitely is, uh, is a bit of a challenge. But through that process, uh, look what it's been able to uh, empowered you in terms of your public speaking ability to even do it at a higher level, obviously, and the results speak for themselves. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> so, so there you go with that. Well, you both alluded earlier a little bit to some, many of the different things that you both are involved in, but let's talk now about, it's been what, about six or seven weeks that you've now been Queens and you have a platform. Uh, and the thing that I love about this organization uh, is really what it stands for. And that is you are advocates, you are advocates uh, in your role as queen. And that's putting the platform and the messaging out across the country and really picking those areas that you really are passionate about to really spread that messaging. Uh, so I'd be very interested in hearing what your primary goals and plans are. I know the year is early. Uh, it could be a continuation of some of the things that you're already doing as well, or some other new things that you hope to do as well. So with that said, Kaysen, what is it for you? So for me, I'm wanting to be able to go to the major stock shows throughout Texas and other states if I can get there um, and be able to be there and be able to talk to the people at the fairs um, about what agriculture is and that the livestock shows, it doesn't stop there. Agriculture is so much more than that. And then I also wanna be able to go to schools in my area and be able to talk to the students. 
because they're the ones coming up that are going to be carrying on the lives, the agriculture industry. And so being able to talk to them, it just builds the agriculture industry even more. Absolutely. Building our future ag leaders across the country. What a great platform you have with that. Danny. Yes. Uh, so my big thing is I am pretty excited that I am the first queen from New England to win a national title. So I'm looking forward to visiting all of the New England states and doing some kind of agricultural event or tour um, in each state. And I'm really hoping this October to make my way out to Wisconsin for the World Dairy Expo. Perfect. That'll be a great experience, certainly. And and like you say, in New England, it's not an area where you associate a lot of uh, agriculture. So being out there even more, putting more messaging out there certainly is going to go a long way, too. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, as you look at your involvement in the Miss Agriculture USA organization, uh, you both said how many years you've been involved and why you got involved. But when you reflect on the experiences that you've had up to this point, and if you were to pick three, possibly four, really wow moments, experiences, what would they be? I'm going to start with Danny. The three big wows I had, I think the first one is winning a national title. Um, three is my lucky number. And on the third year, I still kind of can't believe it happened. Um, the shock is worn off a little bit, um, but it was such a great honor to have that happen. The other two wows, I think, would be... I'm shocked at how much the average person is disconnected from agriculture. I know it sounds <laughs> kind of strange to say that, but folks that aren't immediately in touch with the industry um, or don't really think about where their food comes from or the work that goes into it. Um, I've had a lot of really interesting and really insightful conversations with people to try to connect them with their food and connect them more uh, with the agricultural industry. And I think my third big wow would be um, just the support I've gotten from family, friends, and my community to do all this it's been it's been a really humbling experience perfect Kason. so for me i have to agree with um miss danny the biggest was getting national title it was a complete shocker and just a huge confidence boost and um it was extremely exciting to be able to get that and bring it back to texas and be able to share that with other people and get other people involved in the organization my second would be getting to competition and just seeing so many people that are advocating for ag the agriculture industry. I didn't realize how many people were involved, how many people cared so much about the agriculture industry. And that was really exciting for me to be able to see that. And then my third would be um, getting to go to several different um, events with students in my area. I got to go to our Ag Day, um, speaking to fourth grade students um, from my county. And then I also got to go to my sister's private school and speak to them. And just seeing how excited the students got when they're hearing about agriculture and what agriculture involves. It was really exciting to be able to see how excited they got about it and just really uplifting that they're getting excited about it as well and getting into it as well. That's what I call building the ag buzz right there. And truly, uh, that would be what I would call agritastic for sure. Yes. 
Well, I know that I know that uh, we could easily talk uh, for a couple more hours about all the experiences and the plans that you all have. Unfortunately, the clock is ticking. If I knew how to stop the show clock automatically, I would do that, but I don't have that power. But you really have given us a great insight into your role, into uh, how you are really advocating out there and the messaging that you're doing and what you're doing as National Ag Queens this year and beyond. So again, thank both of you for your time today. And as we kind of wind down again now, I'd like each of you to really share a special mess, special message, if you would, about participating in the Miss Agriculture USA organization. Danny. Yes, um, I think my special message would be that Miss Agriculture USA is truly what you make of it. Uh, some queens are, of course, very busy and can kind of fit things in here and there. Some people go full pedal to the metal with it. Uh, the experience is really what you make it. Um, but it's also a sisterhood, an absolute sisterhood. And we're a tiny but mighty family of and a growing family, thankfully, um, of women of all ages and girls of all ages that can kind of look up to each other and mentor each other and learn so much from each other as well. Excellent. Kaysen. For me, participating in the Miss Agriculture USA um, program, it taught me how to be a leader and how to advocate for things. And so anyone who loves the agriculture industry, it's such an incredible way to find people that share your passion and your joy. And for me, it was just such an incredible way to find friends that share my passion. Um, and so anyone who loves agriculture should 100% do it. It is so incredible. And it has given me and many others a way to advocate for agriculture. A method to make really such a positive impact out there while cultivating your own development of leadership skills and leadership skills and career skills as well for the future. Yes, sir. Well, again, I can't thank both of you enough for taking time out of your schedules to be with us here today. And I wish you much continued success in the year ahead and in all of your ag adventures that are waiting you as national queens this year. Hey, I look forward to touching base perhaps later on in the year with both of you to see how it's going and see what sort of adventures you've had since we last talked. Hey, and as a reminder, applications right now are being accepted for the 2023 Queens. Uh, and you can go on the Miss Agriculture Organization website uh, to get that information, to click on that. It's a very straightforward process. So we will post that on that's Agritastic Facebook page for everybody to follow up on that. But that's how you register right now. And I know that process is actively going on. So if you have interest, now is a great time to go join and get a piece of that and be a part of the 2023 Miss Agriculture Organization program. And as we do a final wrap up, a final acknowledgement to all of our show sponsors, that includes the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin counties. It's a grassroots membership organization. It's dedicated to strengthening and sustaining agriculture through policy advocacy, professional development, resource provisions, and outstanding member benefits. And for more information, you can contact Melinda Lee, the organization director, that's M. Lee at OFBF.org, Lee at OFBF.org. Liberty National Bank of Marysville, Ohio. It's located on Coleman's Crossing in Marysville, Ohio. And it's open Monday to Friday, nine to five, and on Saturdays, nine to noon. You'll find great rates for ag, commercial, and residential projects combined with exemplary customer service. You can check them out today at LibertyBankMarysville.org. That's LibertyBankMarysville.org. 
UC's Farm Market of Plain City, Ohio. It's your one-stop shop for all your favorite Amish cheeses, deli meats, fresh local produce, baked goods, and much more. Hey, and their corn crib right now is open. It is fully stocked with great produce. This includes sweet corn, Indiana melons, peaches, green beans, and so much more. I can personally tell you it is worth going to Utsi's Farm Market. Be sure to order online. Open Monday to Saturday, 9 to 5, and they're located on Converse Huff Road off of Route 42. Utsi's Farm Market, it's worth the drive. The Union County Agricultural Society, it's dedicated to enhancing quality ag events and practices that make a positive impact in the community. Hey, we'll let you know right now, this is the week of the Union County Ohio Fair. It's going on in Marysville, Ohio. So you want to check that out. And for additional information, you can contact the secretary, Mike Schnell. And Mike Schnell is available at ucfmgr at gmail.com. That's ucfmgr at gmail.com. And the Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association, cultivating a future in which sustainable and organic farmers thrive. Local food nourishes our communities and ag practices protect and enhance our our communities. Now is the perfect time to become a member, offering mega benefits including organic certification, educational events led by experts, one-on-one -on -one technical support, farm tours, and workshops happening through the summer and into the fall to sustain and grow your businesses. You can go to oeffa.org for info on that. That's oeffa.org. Your support and patronage of all of our show sponsors makes a huge positive difference. Hey, as I mentioned, this is the fair season. We encourage everybody to go out to your local state and county fairs to support, especially the junior fair part of that as well. And join us again for our next ag adventure right now on August 18th. We will be talking to Scott Stump, who is the national CEO of the FFA program. You can follow us on Facebook at That's Agritastic for show details, event announcements, and interesting ag stories, and much more. Until the next time, this is Pete Emmons saying, make it an agritastic week.